stoked to announce hello everybody welcome into the young and hard podcast as usual i'm still your host uh, that has not changed i'm still eric rose your host with the most or maybe the least maybe the average i'm not sure Just let me know most least average well how am i, how am I doing probably doing all right i'm doing all right Welcome back to the Young and Hard Podcast. This is a pop punk and emo, alternative rock, etc. podcast hosted by me, of course, as I've mentioned that I host this. Welcome back in episode 15, I do believe. Real quick, follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, at Young and Heart Pod. I'm posting some stuff there. Also, I should shout out... I have started a cooking show with my best friend and the only guest thus far and only guest I see in the near future, my best friend Jordan Oster. We started a cooking show. It is called The Butcher Shop. Episode 1 will be dropping next week, actually the same day that episode 16 of this podcast will release on July 16th. Well, and this is assuming that I do a good job of getting episode 16 out. I will be better, I promise. Sorry, a little late, a little late. I'm actually glad I waited. Holy smacks. Can you imagine if I had not waited? We'll get into why. It's a good thing that I waited. But follow that little venture at Butcher Shop Show on Instagram. I believe uh, we're working on Twitter, working on the Twitter. I've had some issues today getting the Twitter live. Also, just search The Butcher Shop on YouTube or if you go to our Instagram at The Butcher Shop or at Butcher Shop Show, the link to our YouTube channel is in the uh, bio of the Instagram. And there you will find a link to go to subscribe. So look out for that. We did a little fun promo. Some more fun promo stuff for my cooking show will be coming in the next week. And more fun episodes of that show will be coming. It's just a fun little cooking show. We're going to have, oh, we're, we're, we're hoping me a three to... Minimum like three minute videos, and at most like a seven minute video. Episode one will be about six minutes, or it is about six minutes, I should say. It is already done and completed, and it was fun. It was a lot, a lot of fun. So, go check that out. It's, I say, check it out. That's just my little other venture to plug, and I will probably continue to talk about it. If you have multiple things, why don't you cross promote? Am I right? I am, in fact. Right, and here we are at the Young and Hard Podcast. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about everything going on. This is going to be a little looser, a little shorter of an episode today where I will just be discussing some tours that were announced and, and I would say the importance of traveling to go see live music. I think it is important to go travel to see live music and we'll talk. So today there was three big, I'm going to call them three big tours. Some folks might only have picked up on one or two. I call it three, three pretty good tour announcements. And I will say of these three tours, just saying, good morning, nobody is coming to St. Louis, which is somewhat devastating, but also somewhat that like understandable as well. Can't hit every city which is a pretty big thing I will say when it comes to uh, 
why you have to travel is they can't realistically hit every city. So that being said, we'll start off with the one that's least dear to my heart. No offense. It is a band that is very good. Put out a recently, rel- relatively recently, put out a single called Tiny Moving Parts. Very good single, by the way. Good band. But this one, a little less near and dear to my heart. Again, kind of no offense on that, but they are bringing Frito, Fredo, Frito Disco. They're, they just recently opened for, I believe, Hot Mulligan. And then Standards uh, on this tour, hitting a good amount of cities. So, honestly, a lot of these are probably hitting roughly the same city base. But this is a North American tour. Starts in October. Starts in, uh, we'll call it mid to late October. Runs through the end of November. So, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, this Frito Disco, Fredo Disco... I really wish I knew how to pronounce this. They're, they're a band, I believe, that is on the up and up. And I will be follow, getting into this band a little bit more. They, again, that, this is now their second notable tour that I feel like they've been on. So when someone's on a notable tour, I think you got to go check that band out, right? you gotta, you got to give, give a whirl, correct? I'm correct, by the way. Another big tour announcement for me. This is for me. I will say, and I wish I could make it there. This tour just really doesn't hit near me, and this is a an artist that I've seen many times while he was in his band. This is one of my favorite bands of all time, Say Anything. And this is not Say Anything. They are no longer. So this is Max Bemis, this, the lead singer. Yeah, really, lead, really the band of Say Anything was more or less him. He would bring some people on to, or at least at the end of the, the stages. He did have a touring band that would be consistent, uh, guitars and drums. Very, very consistent, very great touring band. But they've they got lives. Max Bemis has gone through a lot of mental health issues over the last... Oh, however many years. So, more or less, is alive. Really, honestly, he's got a, got a lot going on. He's got kids. He's got a wife. He's you know was has been very happy at times. Has also been not so happy at times. Just didn't really want to be a touring musician any longer. So had to step back and sort of take anything away. No longer say anything. So Max Bemis is doing a tour, bringing Perma and Museum Mouth with him and doing some solo stuff did come out with an album earlier this year oliver appropriation is that is that right is it, is it oliver appropriate oliver appropriate oliver appropriate i do believe and i'm not i'm not even gonna look it up don't quote me but this was the he was calling it the sequel to is a real boy and is the, their final album. Did not tour the album. So I do believe we'll be playing some songs from there. And some other Say Anything songs. Possibly some other songs that he might have up his sleeve. I'm not sure. But you know, I, I, I don't know the structure. But hitting a lot of the big markets on this tour. Really mostly coastal. Doing some inner you know, cities like Chicago. As one would when they're coming into here, I think maybe an Ohio date or two, but I'm not sure. I, but the, I'm not going to be able to make Chicago date work. And that's really the only way that I would be able to go 
And again, I've seen Say Anything many, many times. I will talk about them. They will have an artist spotlight. And I will probably bring on a great friend of mine named Trey, who got me into Say Anything my freshman year of college. He's my freshman year college roommate. And he listened. He loved Say Anything. It's, it's his favorite band. And he got me to absolutely fall head over heels for this band. So I do I do miss them. I, I, I went on a good string of like five years in a row where I saw them once a year. Maybe even twice in a year once in, in that time. I saw them a lot. I, I'm a big, big fan of theirs. So do miss them. So that that's a cool little tour announcement for coming to your city. You know, do that. Check out Say Anything in general. If you missed the, the boat on them... Or you, you really weren't feeling them, and that's fine if you don't feel them. But but I do love this band. I actually saw them the most last time I saw them was back to back nights. They did is a real boy. They did in defense of the genre and self titled. They they did in defense of the genre and self titled one night, and then they did or in defense of the genre part. Oh, we'll call it part one, and then. I don't exactly remember, to be honest. I think it was part one, and then self-titled one night. And then the next night they did In Defense of the Genre Part 2 and Is a Real Boy. And that was great. That was a lot of fun. I was sick, and it was, I, I do believe it was my third and fourth concert in about a week and a half span. So it was a little much for me, to be to be honest. And I do believe it was my third and f- or second and third concert in a matter of days so I was a little sick was a little tired to be honest I had I think it was great sets <laughs> but I was just kind of like worn out and just done so it's unfortunate that that's kind of how it had to go out but they put on some of the best shows I've ever seen so do check out this tour and last but definitely not least stoked to announce Grayscale's first headline tour do a a clap a little pause for claps people will be cla- finally people have been dying for this moment where grayscale would headline i talked about them last week they've got their album coming out oh no nella vita i hate that yes nella vita is coming out is coming out in september and of course finally this band they've done it right they've opened on these large great stacked tours and have really just gotten so much recognition i will point you towards a a video if you really want to know some more about kind of why grayscale is just the best and why they they've revolutionized something here and that they're doing everything right there was a video by nate the mate check that out of well could pretty much why grayscale's the future of pop punk and what they've done to separate themselves from everybody else. Do check that video out. It is a very, very good video and spot on, in, in my opinion. So very well done. I, I do love Nate the Mate. It's a great pop punk YouTuber. Also has pop punk merch wall on Instagram and Mate's Club USA, his clothing brand. So... Great dude, very chill, nice vibes guy. Like that guy, so never met the guy, but seems cool. But that being said, what's Grayscale? They're going out on their first headline tour. Who are they? Po- who could they possibly bring? Who could they possibly bring on their first headline tour? Well, 
if you asked. They're bringing fantastic pop-punk band Belmont with them, and a band that I am absolutely in love... I just did my best album, my favorite albums of 2018, weeks ago, and I don't remember, I think this probably came in fourth or fifth. This album might be sneaking up, this might be my favorite album in 2018, Bearings. I'm talking about Blue in the Dark, by the way. This album is a murderous album, but they're they're headed out on tour as well with... Uh, with Belmont and Grayscale. Grayscale's bringing Belmont bearings and rich people. Haven't gotten to rich people yet. We'll almost have to. But they're hitting a bunch of markets, and unfortunately not mine. But I do believe I will probably find a way to go to that Kansas City date. But if you're listening to this, there's already VIP tickets are probably already sold out. I mean, this they're not doing huge rooms here. So they're, they're, they definitely started small, as I think is good to do on your first headline tour. Uh, these are going to sell out, folks. And these are, this is going to be a really good tour. But Belmont and Pairings actually just did a Canadian co-headliner. So pretty neat that they're hitting the U.S. together opening for Grayscale on their first. This is just a, a stacked tour. And just, just go. Just go to the show. Go. You know you have to go. Everyone's going to go. These are going to be crazy shows. Even if you don't like the new Grayscale, support Belmont and Bearings. Those guys are awesome. Great bands. Just fantastic bands. Belmont dropped an album last year. I don't remember the name off the top of my head. I'm sort of slowly getting into this Belmont album, but I do enjoy it. I do definitely enjoy it. But it's taking me a little bit more more work so but the bearings album blue in the dark fan freaking tastic so check that tour out i believe wage war announced an album and a tour i'm gonna stay out of that one i know they're a bit controversial of a band wage war is some people i don't exactly know what happened but they're a hardcore band that's sort of becoming more oh they're they're definitely Less on the hardcore and more just sort of on the, it's like a new, new agey. I don't exactly know how to explain, but their new, their, their sound has definitely changed a little bit. They've gotten a lot of recognition. They've done a ton of festivals and some nice opening slots on some tours. Done a headlining tour of their own, maybe, but they, they've announced a headline tour. They are actually coming to St. Louis, but I'm, I haven't really gotten into them. But just so you know, Wage War is going on tour. I, I, that's all I got to say. Check them out if you're into the hardcore stuff. Some people are sort of actively against this band. Whatever. Whatever your politics, that's fine. But here's, and this is just going to be a quick one. Honestly, this is not a long episode. I just wanted to get these tour announcements out and sort of talk to you about the importance of traveling to a show. I've traveled 10 hours before. I've traveled from St. Louis, Missouri to Athens, Georgia, just north of Atlanta. Granted, I did. I guess I did a detour in the middle. This is, I went with my brother. We went to see for the Front Bottoms. This is a band I have already seen twice, three times actually. Once is in an opening slot before I got to really know who they were. So I don't really count that. I did see them, but uh, they were opening. I didn't know any of their stuff, and it was just getting into the Front Bottoms. This was years and years ago. Uh, actually, opening for Say Anything, and then I saw them do their own headline slot once twice before it once on the it one i just yeah i, I saw him do back on top 
the first go around that they're back on top tour. And then I saw them do the first round of going the going gray tour. Me and my brother traveled to Athens on a Memorial Day weekend to see the Front Bottoms play. They played Going Gray. They played their new EP, Anne, and their... Uh, is it their first EP? Their other EP, their grandma EPs, Rose and Anne, in their entirety, along with Going Gray. And they played a couple songs in addition, of which, honestly, are my two favorite... They played my two favorite songs. <laughs> Skeleton and the Beers. I know what you're saying. They didn't play Twin Size? Are you kidding me? Which And it's funny because I think that weekend I was telling my brother, it's kind of sad to me that they'll never be able to play a show without playing Twin Size Mattress. And then they didn't. And that, I thought that was cool. That's a cool move. Because I, I like... And they've played, it, I think, on some of those runs. They were kind of alternating the the two... I mean, they could play that many songs... You're only gonna have time to do a couple of a couple encore songs, and I think you know you've got a lot to pick from. And Skeleton and the Beers are, are they are literally my two favorite front bottom songs. So, I'll, and I'm gonna talk about front bottoms. We'll we'll do a artist spotlight, and I will bring my brother on for that one. My brother may be a prominent feature in this podcast sooner rather than later. Certainly on that, and then. For state champs, me and my brother travels five hours to Louisville to see. This bands won't come to your city, but if you can find a weekend, uh, and and here coming up next weekend, I'm traveling at this point. It looks like alone, unless anyone who listens to this podcast is interested in joining. I will be going to see Sleep on It, and like Pacific, do a co-headline in Chicago. And that's not even the closest date to my town. I could go to Indy the next day, but the Chicago date, Sleep On It, plays overexposed in its entirety, and I want to see that. I do. I have to see that. Although I will say, a little... They're playing like... If you... if I, I wish I could... I almost want to go to the Indy date the next day because they're playing a bunch of songs from Lost Along the Way. They're basically... They've said they're playing all their songs at one point or another on this tour, so... Go to multiple dates. You're going to hear different stuff. I think that's really awesome. But I, I got to see. I got to catch. I've got to catch Overexposed in its entirety. That's just going to be such a great show. And like Pacific, great band as a co-headline as well. I really, really like them. In her own words, I've talked about them really getting into them. Home Safe got, has got some great stuff. I'll be there early to check out Never Loved. Honestly, I haven't been able to listen to them. I've had a lot of other music to listen to, but I look forward to seeing them live. I might check out maybe their top five on Spotify just to get the the vibe of them, but I'll be there early to check it out. But I'm going alone. I'm going to go drive in that day, grab a, I'm grabbing a hotel, can eat some pizza. It, it's, I'm making a, you make a weekend, you make a trip out of it. And I think when you're young, especially... Like when when you, if you don't like if I didn't have yeah, and I know it's tougher because you don't have as much money, but when you don't, it's more about the time. If you don't have the time, if you you've got to work, like I couldn't go if this overexposed show was on a Tuesday, it gets a little bit more complicated. I got to take off work. I'm not exactly sure. It's a little bit more complex of a trip, but it's on a Saturday. I get to make a a couple, and honestly. If it weren't for the fact that I have a busy, busy summer, I would have made the whole weekend out of it. I would have gone down Friday night. We would have done some Chicago stuff during the day, come back Sunday. It would have been fun. Maybe even take another additional day off. But it's 
I got a busy summer, so unfortunately not able to make a trip out of it. More or less just going to go, going to get some pizza, going to get some deep dish za from Giordano's or Lou Malnati's. I'm not sure yet. Probably Lou, I think, I think Lou Malnati's is by the venue, the bottom lounge, so I'll probably go to that one. Never been. Only been to Giordano's. So do look forward to that. I'll be stopping by Springfield, Illinois, on my way home getting a horseshoe. Love a horseshoe. But yeah, just go travel for shows. I think a few hours is is more than feasible, in my opinion, to travel to go to a show. I think you can make make time out of it. Bring a bring a friend. Bring, bring your your brother, your sister. Bring your spouse. If it, even if they don't like the music, you can still bring them. Not long ago, I mean my 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 wife, she's all right with you know some of this music. She's not as into some stuff as others, but she went with me and my brother and his girlfriend. We traveled to Bloomington a few hours to see Seaway. Traveled, what, three, three hours? Two and a half to three hours to see Seaway and Heart Attack Man, Free Throw. Young Culture is a great time. Fantastic time we had going to there. And, and she still enjoyed the, the show, despite not really being into anyone but Seaway. We're very much enjoying it. Just enjoy being, going to a new city, going to a new venue. I'm so excited to see the Bottom Lounge. I, I've really, really enjoyed the venues that I saw in Louisville when I went to see State Champs. I really, really enjoyed the Mercury Ballroom, it was called. And the, the, the Georgia Theater in Athens is awesome, where we saw... The front bottom's really nice. These are some of my favorite venues that I've been to. I've traveled when I lived in Omaha. In Omaha, you have to travel a lot of times to see shows because they really don't get a lot of shows. They get some. They have a few really nice venues. The waiting room, which was cool while I lived there to go to that venue. Never went to the slowdown or the... There was another room. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. But they've they've got basically three three rock venues. One's a little bit bigger, the other two sort of mid, and then sort of a mid-sized one with the waiting room, and then the other one's smaller. But they've got, you know, I've, I've I traveled to Kansas City a couple of times, to the Granada Theater in, uh, I guess it's not Kansas City, it is Lawrence, Kansas, which is 45 minutes away from Kansas, it's Kansas City, basically. And I enjoyed that a lot, enjoyed the Granada, I went to a couple of really good shows, saw Bayside, with Man Overboard, Census Fail, Seaway. Although Man Overboard didn't play. I was very, I've talked about this. Very upset. But, it went, you know, you travel a few hours. And I didn't even stay overnight. I, I drove back that night. Got back at like 2 in the morning. And then I went to another concert. Saw the Front Bottoms in Kansas City. Or in Lawrence. At the Granada. The Smith Street Band opening. With a co-worker. Matt Hansen. Shout out if you're listening. If you If you do listen. He likes this kind of music. I've been to a couple shows with him. But, I mean, that's a guy we weren't necessarily hanging out. We did golf together a, a little bit. But we got to get a better bond driving to this show together. And then we drove home that night. We did not stay the night. And we worked the next day. It was it was pretty tough. And it was one of those things where you're like, all right, well, you can't always do this. And But I really wanted to do it because I wanted to see the front bottoms really bad. We both really liked the front bottoms. And I think we called it, we, we were like, oh, let's listen to this mystery band. If we like them, we'll go. But if we don't like them as much, maybe not. And we really enjoyed them. So travel to see shows, folks. And 
With that being said, let me know what's the furthest you've gone to for a show and what was it and are you glad you did it? And did it, it has it inspired you to maybe travel more? And I think the I honestly think the further you travel for a show, the more those shorter travels don't even seem that bad. To be honest, like now that I've traveled so far for these some of these shows, honestly the idea of going to Kansas City to see Grayscale not as bad. It is during the week and that's going to be a little tough. I'll be honest, there's a chance I don't make it, but I really would like to to see Bearings. To be honest, and Bearings is like. I've seen Grayscale. I saw him open for state champs in Louisville. So do I want to see Grayscale headline, play some of these new songs? I'm excited for that. Yes. The prospect of that. But very very much excited to see Bearings play as well. I'm, I absolutely love their stuff. So I'm not sure. I, I think I'll... I think I'll go. The other issue being, I do believe that I am traveling to Omaha a couple days later. So that will be a go to Kansas City and then go in the opposite, then go back home and then have to turn around two days later and go back through Kansas City and up to Omaha. Logistics. But I'll deal with that. That's a personal issue. So that being said, let me know on Twitter or Instagram at Young at Heart Pod. How far have you traveled for a show? What's your further? Did you like it? Tweet at me, DM me, comment on my Instagram post that I make about this episode. DM me on Instagram. I don't care. Email the show if you would like at young or young at heartpod at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Would would love to see what you guys have done. I talk about it on the show. Of course, I'll talk about it on the show. You know I would, but no one contacts me so that I don't and that's just how it works people are very hesitant to, con- to contact and I'm not doing this for the clicks I'm not doing this for the views I'm genuinely curious because I think it's a very interesting because sometimes you're, you're almost caught off guard And that's that's like amazing. So let me know. Give me a follow. Do whatever. Let me know if you got any suggestions for things you want to see or hear, I should say. We'll do some, maybe an artist spotlight next week. Maybe. If I got time. If I think about it. We'll do one. Otherwise, we may do a list. I am working on a little bit of a, a, little bit of a, a couple lists here. Would kind of like to, to gush and talk about Warp Tour. Wouldn't mind having somebody on to talk about Warp Tour with me. But I've got a lot of opinions myself on Warp Tour. I love Warp Tour. And by the way, Sad Summer Fest seems like it's going pretty good. I've seen some some dull crowds, I will say, on a couple of videos, but overall I think the bands are really killing it out there. And and it looks awesome. It looks so awesome. I mean you're getting to see some some really great, awesome bands every day. It's it's fantastic, so if you're lucky enough, go to a sad summer date. Go to shows. Support live music. Support good music. Support it all. Go early. Catch the openers. Check them out on Spotify. It's the least you can do. This has been the Young at Heart Podcast. And I will see you all, or talk to you all, I should say, 
next week. Have a great week, folks. I need to come up with a sign-off. Clearly, my old podcast had a good sign-off. I need to do better. I'll, I'll see you next week, folks.